0: Welcome to the Bavarian Podcast Works post-game show. Today we have something different in store today because the pod is hosted by me, RAPLT. So this is going to be my pod debut and I'm so excited to be a part of it. I'm absolutely hyped. It's just it's just not evident right now. Anyway, we will be tackling Bayern Munich's friendly game against FC Basso, which is the first bit of action by Bayern have for 2024. So first of all, let's look at the lineups that both teams rolled out for their first ever game of the new year. So, Basel's starting XI only has one notable player in there, and that was um, Marwin Hitz. So, if that name sounds familiar, he used to play for Borussia Dortmund, and at that time, he was annoying as hell to play against. That 3-2 loss in 2018 is still fresh in my mind. I've not forgotten that. Uh, Anyway, going to Bayern's team, it's more or less the best possible team with the given personnel. Uh, The starting one, at least, because um, in the end, all of the players were subbed out, and all of the bench players played. So we have Manuel Neuer in goal, um, Alfonso Davies, Matthias De Dai Upamecano, and surprisingly, Joshua Kimmich at right-back. So that was the um, defensive unit. Um, Kimmich, who said that he didn't want to play right-back, but at the same time he wanted to play wherever he is tasked to play. Um, he ended up at right-back today, which is uh, a rare sight considering that he doesn't want to play there. Anyway. Um, Rafael Guerrero and Alexander Pavlovich in midfield. I think this is their uh, third match in a row where they played in the pivot against Stuttgart, against Wolfsburg, and then this one. And, you know, they've been quite impressive in the first two, not so much in this one. Um, from left to right, uh, the three attackers behind the strikers, so we have Jamal Musiala, Thomas Muller, and Leroy Sané operating behind Harry Kane up top. Half of Bayern's bench is made up of players from the youth teams and one of them is Adam Azmu, who, if you read one of my previous posts, will get a 3-year professional contract when he becomes 18 in June. Now the game was quite open, despite Bayern going into the dreaded U-shape every now and then. If that term is uh, new to you, or for those of you who aren't aware of what it is, the gist of the U-shape is when Bayern go on the attack on the wings, pass backwards if they can't find any options going forward, Pass, pass the ball across the field, and then to the other side, and then back again if it's a no-go. So it's a bit of a uh, repetitive process. I'm fully aware that this is a friendly and that it won't mean much, but if this iteration of the team can't even be the team who are, who is currently facing relegation to the Challenge League or the second tier of Swiss football, and with a league record comparable to that of Town in the Premier League, then Thomas Tuchel has not done enough, or hasn't done anything yet to to deal with low blocks or packed-boxes. So, uh, yeah, surprisingly, Basel are 11th out of 12 in the league, and only managing a draw against them, they played with more heart, you know. Um, It's not a good look. Scoring goals was an unusually hard task today, and that was the byproduct of Bayern doing either too many passes or passing too late. That was evident in the first half of the match. And there were times when someone should have shot, but instead chose to wait for a passing option, thus allowing the defenders to regroup. There was an instance in the first half where Muller should have shot, he probably would have gone in, but he waited for Harry Kane to make the run, and then that allowed all of the basketball players to get back and try, to, to try and defend the goal, and they succeeded, unfortunately. Again, passing too much will not work every time, and dawdling on the ball Will either let the defenders get back, or the player with the ball will risk this possession um, that is normally Kimmich when he's played in the middle, and yeah, that might spark a counterattack for the opposing team. Basel played this game as if they were in a cup final or a relegation scrap because they are practically in one, as I mentioned before, and they were they were up for it. They wanted to win the game more than Bayern did, and played with more urgency and gave them a run for their money. So. Maybe those, maybe what they said about mentality it holds truth to it. So, speaking of passing, I want to single out Alexander Pavlovich because this kid is so good with his passing. Um, It was evident, well, ever since he got the assist for Kane's goal in their classic year against Dortmund back in November or December, Um, he has made a name for himself. And I, I think it was against Stuttgart. Where he got uh two assists for both of, for um, Kim Min goal and I think it was Hurricane on the other one and 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 he and the through lob he did in that first half so so you could have so you could see the line of Basel players not letting by and through Pavlovich saw someone in the middle and used his left foot I think he's right footed His left foot is his weaker foot and then used it to lob the ball over the swarm of Basel defenders and um that was a and that was a great move he also has decent footwork and uh delivers good set pieces so as i mentioned earlier so he's quite press resistant he might be our next Thiago if if he holds up well and yeah for for the for how good gimmick is when he crosses i hope like i mean there are times he's good at crossing but um, as of late, uh, he's not he's not good at them. He, over, he either overhits it or underhits it, and they always end up at the wrong player. It's almost always uh, at an opposition player. So why he still takes those is beyond me. And Leroy Sané, he's in a bit of a slump ever since the tail end of the Hinrund last year. Um... At the start of the season and towards the middle of the first half of the season, he was unplayable. Um, um, no one can touch him. His numbers look great, and he's starting to uh, slip down. And he's starting to slip downward, and you know that's not good. Alfonso Davies as well. At this at this point, all he needs to do is say that he wants to move to Real Madrid, and he gets it because um, he was he was also off today. He he tries to, um, he's guilty of, um, passing too late and doing too much passes, holding the ball. You know. He dribbled out of play, when he should have passed earlier. And he also gets uh bodied, um, which is uh, quite uncharacteristic of him. Um, uh, these, these these do not help Bayern at all because if all of Bayern's swingers are misfired, then it simply will not do. Zara Brian Zaragoza has only gonna come in summer 2024, and we can't wait for that long. Kingsley Coman is a coin toss player, if there ever was one. Like, on, it depends uh, if the good one pops up or the bad one pops up. So the good one is, of course, we all know what Coman can do, and then we all know what he can do that makes us frustrated with him. And Serge Gnabry, like I said, he has been wildly inconsistent ever since treble-winning season 2019-20, and he's, uh, he's had a knack for picking up injuries. And and I in my opinion, he's first on the sell list of the wingers. Surprisingly, Harry Kane was um, mm-hmm. a missing for, throughout the whole game. I mean, apart from that mishit shot in the first half. Like, he has not made his presence known, or, or he didn't do anything to make him himself uh, present well, I mean the lack of service, of course, is factor in that, but still he didn't do a lot, even when he's got subbed off. that was when they scored, so you know make of that what you will. fortunately, the youngsters gave a good first impression, and it was noticeable that their movement was much faster and direct than the senior players. so if this sounds familiar, it remember what uh, Barcelona did in the first match day of the twenty one twenty two champions League season. Ronald Komen threw on the players and then they did play a bit better, but we ended up winning 3 0. Now let's look ahead at Bayern's uh, next few games, uh, the next six, seven games up until mid February. So Bayern's next skirmish with another team is the return of the Bundesliga, which is uh, against TSG Hoffenheim uh, next Saturday. So their next six games are as follows so three straight home games against Hoffenheim, Werder Bremen, and Union Berlin. An away game against Augsburg. Um, At home to Gladbach. Um, Hopefully Bayern do better than last time because we needed a late Matthew goal to bail us out there. And away to Bayer Leverkusen. Who knows what's going to happen there. Maybe Xabi Alonso's team will still hold up despite uh, some... Some people saying that they're going to run out of steam and Bayern will reclaim top spot. That's not a guarantee. And then after that is the first leg of the Champions League. So if you're, so remember that Bayern drew Lazio and play the first leg away from home. And I think that's everything that we have for now. So if you want to be in the know regarding Bayern and their results in news, you read Bavarian Football Works post-game coverage because we have it all covered there. Follow us on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks, at The Barrow Blog at Adams 71 at BFWN, at Siler, which is at CYL3R, and me at 2012NonExistent. So you can find that beside my author name at the start of the article, or any of my articles, really. And the rest of us, the rest of the writers, you can find them here on the blog. So before I sign off, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I hope to do more of these down the line. All right, PLT here and let your day be better than Bayern's performance here today. Speak to you in a bit.